Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Pod Swoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here, back once more, doing little news, doing little games, doing a little bit of everything. I, I keep entering these like I'm fucking, like, smooth jazz DJs. <laughs> I'm getting old, is what it means. Um, we're all getting old. Over Skype, we have three of the other members of the Swallow Squad here with me. First, in, I believe, Nashville, Tennessee, after a brief hiatus, Michael Whitten is here. Yeah. I'm back. I had to do some work travel, so I apologize to all the listeners for not being on. But it's been a good couple weeks. I'm back. I'm rejuvenated. Hashtag bald life. Ready to go, baby. Yeah. It's the the bald scene uh, for Potswoggle. We might be 40% bald here in just a few weeks. It's going to be interesting. I, I know, well, man. 40. Your, your I math is wrong. Well, yeah, because I'm, I'm used to doing math in, in, in 20%, and I have to do it in it would be a third. I gotta, I gotta tell you, man, the the constant breeze on my head, ah, it feels wonderful. It is one of the best things right now in my life. Going right now, I'm excited to experience it. Um, <laughs> permanently ruining my math on this show with Spencer. Hey, everybody, it's uh, Lance Lance Bass, and you're listening to the Acoustic Storm, baby. We got a little bit of news, a little bit of games. <laughs> Later on, we got the half hour jazz power. No shit, can I tell you that <laughs> Samantha and I, we had XM Radio in her car for like two years, and like the 90s and 2000s channel on Sundays from like 12 to 4, the fucking DJ was Lance Bass. No. And <laughs> fucking hell did he suck. Uh, <laughs> he was so like, like he would come on and Samantha would be like, fuck this shit, and like immediately, <laughs> like immediately turn him off. But then the 90s channel had fucking Mark McGrath, and it's like, oh, just get... Like, the 80s channel had, like, all the original MTV VJs, and they were good at what they did. I hope. Yeah, they were, yeah, that's only their fucking job for, like, 10 to 15 years, not these fucking plebeians. Now I'm talking like Backlund. (laughs) 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 Horrible. Uh, Spencer, pulse check, you only got a couple weeks left. What shirt you rocking right now? Uh, You know I'm wearing that Sakura Genesis shirt. Dude, every time I I started going to the gym not too long ago, and, and there's a few shirts I have in rotation that I go to the gym in, and two of the three shirts... You know, because I go to the gym three times a week. Two of, the three, two of the three shirts are Japanese, like New Japan shirts. No one says a goddamn thing to me. But every time I wear my fucking Bootios shirt, two or three different dudes are like, what's up, dude? Like, Bootios, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, that sucks. I mean, it's cool. Hey, it's, it's tight, but like. Yeah. Well, it also, like, lets people know what you're working on that day in particular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, today's glutes. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw, um, I think it was AV Club did, like, a study. And of the 40 or 50 funniest words, mm. um, Top of the list, booty. 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 Booty's always fun. I put it in the mix. I don't know if I'd say number one. But AV, what are you going to do? Those lists are always... (laughs) I mean, how many times did VH1 actually nail the best song of all time? Uh, They did once, and the answer was Welcome to the Jungle, and they were right. (laughs) Also, they did the worst song of all time, and it was uh, uh, We Built This City by Starship. And that that Mm -hmm. one's pretty, you know, that one's pretty. Uh, That's not the top of my list, but that's for a blank slate. Let's move on. That's that's for next year's draft on the blank slate. (laughs) Not for for Fox Logo. Also in Chicago, you heard him. It's Rich. 
Uh, yeah, n- not to kind of bring it down or anything, but this like also just happened before we started recording. Uh, R.I.P. to one of the best raw guests uh, hosts of all time, uh, Bob Barker, uh, passed oh, away. No. Yeah. Oh. I was just talking like a couple weeks ago with someone about the fact that it's been ten years. Mm-hmm. That since he left, uh, Price is Right. Right. We've been uh, in a. Where are you a seeing this? I'm not era. seeing this anywhere. It may be fake news. Oh, well, it uh, might be because it's not on any site that I'm going to right now. I saw. <laughs> I'm I'm on Twitter and I'm not seeing anything. If that's the case. Just type, go to Google. Type in Bob Barker dead. <laughs> Rich, <laughs> what are you trying to tell? Did you kill Bob Barker in the ten minutes that we hung up the phone? Well, I saw uh, someone. Uh, the Price I'm, is I'm, Wrong, I'm, bitch. It's a hoax. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hoax. Fake news. Bob, fake Bob Barker's news. gonna live forever, dude. Uh, I got got, and now yeah. everyone on Twitter can we can has we has the punching the uh, the, the Billy Madison punching or the uh, Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Real quick, can we just go around and say like how old we think Bob Barker's gonna be when he dies, but closest without going over. Ooh. <laughs> all right, that's it. first. This is the first game we're playing tonight. Okay. Also, but that just said. He did fall and hit his head. So <laughs> when someone that's ninety four falls and hit their head, hits their head, yeah, start right in your open. Ninety four. Ninety four. Did that? That, I, that yeah, was going to awesome. be my guess on when he died. <laughs> my year. Well, no, I'm not even going to say it. Let's move on. I mean, yeah, the time will still tell. I, I think Bob Barker can make it to a cool one hundred spot. Drew Carey lost all that weight so that he didn't die before Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that makes right. me think if i could like loosely tie it in the wrestling even though we're talking about one current wwe hall of famer and a future wwe yeah. hall of famer yeah uh i was going down the kayfabe commentaries uh rabbit hole recently of just like watching clip after clip and uh that's the reason why i sent uh rich and tope a very inappropriate message last night about new jack um but the second one that i love is uh jim Cornette swearing off like Bob Evans fucking country style gravy and actual fucking Sprite because he's making it a purpose in his life to outlive Vince Russo so he can piss on his headstone. <laughs> it's so goddamn encouraging. Like, you can Wait, tell he means it. Are those the only two things he's swearing off? <laughs> that specific well, no, gravy yeah. and real Sprite. <laughs> yeah. he holds also, up, that's like, my he holds Xbox up, like, gamer tag. Find me XX, like, real Sprite, XX. <laughs> He's like, that's why I'm drinking like low, like low calorie soda and this kind of shit. And Sean Oliver adds, like, you really have to piss him off to get him off the Bob Evans fucking country gravy. And Jim Cornette adds, yeah, it has chunks of real sausage in it. <laughs> so, god, oh my this god, this Dago's got me drinking Sprite Zero. <laughs> um, LeBron oh, James Rich. is gonna be pissed. Yeah. Rich, be careful, Rich. Don't, I'm... don't, don't uh, keep extrapolating off that Jim Cornette. I don't want to have to make you have another visitor. It's not like they make sausage gravy light. <laughs> I looked. <laughs> I asked. Um, do you think that they're going for feud of the year? Is that what they're doing? Ooh. If they didn't win in like 2009 and 2006 and 1997, then they ain't going to fucking win it. That's like Los Bariquas and DOA winning feud of the year this year. Well, I mean, the, the by the end of the year, the person who will win best feud is going to be Kenny Omega and Tamatanga. Let's segue into news. <laughs> well, first, news first Japan, we're going to right. get the news here in just a second. We have to take a couple like Podswoggle housekeeping things and Let's then we'll launch into. I know that was going to be one of the three news stories I wanted to talk about. Mm. Uh, so we just had another successful 
Twitch stream this past Wednesday. I'm proud to announce that we have made history with the Podswoggle Championship. We have our new longest reigning Podswoggle Champion of all time. It's your boy, Captain Crunch. <laughs> he still got the crown. He survived the Elimination Chamber, which means that I, your lovely host, Chris Mullet, am still your Swoggle Squad Champion, which means I'll be Swoggle Squad Champion through SummerSlam Pickums and the draft, mm. which is really all I wanted. Uh, I will tell you guys, you guys are going to be let off light tonight. I'm saving all my powers for those occasions. <laughs> sure, uh, you that's I'm, you just gave me a mission to get you to burn those. <laughs> oh, I, I have one. I, I fully intend to use one over the course of the two podcasts we're recording tonight. So don't worry. Oh no, no, no. I'm 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 trying to to set you off kilter so you don't use these premeditated. Datively. Well, now you gotta wonder what's what does Rich really want out of you? Does he want you to use them or to not use them? Exactly. You ain't gonna worth the college of me, okay? I can't Rich, even fucking say Rich, you're, you're, you're on your own. I'm trying to get used to the taste taste of craft mayonnaise. It's true. Yeah, Ridden has got to hit hard enough. Uh, the next stream will be uh, August 30th, I believe. Yes, uh, the week after. Uh, we have a, a huge August. We have SummerSlam Pick'em, the Draft Podcast, August 30th, the second annual WCW Honorary Lethal Lottery Crap Tavaganza Battle Bowl, whatever my ass, uh, <laughs> stream. Of course, no picks for that. If you guys remember how that worked last year, your draft will uh, directly determine who you'll be representing uh, in the Twitch tournament. Uh, Augie is blocked out. Spencer getting first place in Battleground Pick'em, the strong comeback, so Spencer's yeah. going to have... Besides me, the biggest advantage for the Lethal Lottery, so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Speaking of advantages, uh, it's been a while. It's been uh, over a month, and the polls have finally closed for the Best Wrestling Theme Draft. Oh, shit, uh, I forgot about that. The Podfather Rich has the results, I believe. He closed the poll himself last night. That is the correct. first place, uh, we'll start from first place and go all the way down to last place. To build up the suspense, first place is going to get a uh, basically a money in the bank for their pickums at any point for the rest of the season. They can copy somebody's pickums and whichever uh, either their own personal pickums or that person's picks that gets the better score, they will then place. Uh, so, Rich, I, I leave everything up to you up until uh, the last two places, and I'll remind everyone what those stakes are. Uh, all right, so your winner. Uh, resoundingly, um, forty-seven point four percent of the vote. Holy crap! Wow. Uh, Jesus, woo! Cool, man. Put together a playlist, man. Uh, Tope at a banjo. Whoa! Yeah, that Tope. motherfucker don't need nothing. <laughs> Who, whose picks is he gonna pick? Him, his own twice. <laughs> Damn it! The worst person to get that fucking power. Like, literally, could have been anyone bitch. else. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, uh, whatever. He's just the best at everything. Full full dis- full discretion. I did vote this year, but I took the the honor way out. I did vote for Tope. So Oh no, I oh. voted for myself, dude. Well you know what? It didn't work for me last time, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, true. My wife right. is really gonna love my new butt. <laughs> God, I wish you were Augie. <laughs> Can you just <laughs> make that the title of the episode? <laughs> Really, like, really? No pun, no nothing. Just my wife is really gonna love my butt. <laughs> new butt, new butt, new, new butt. butt. Oh man, yeah, I'll come up with something. Don't worry. New, new butt. Who dis? 
any, if any, <laughs> that's new, a good new, candidate too. New butt and the ass transit, uh, uh, fucking <laughs> incident. Wow. Oh, it just the doesn't stop bleeding. Oh. I don't give a it fuck if that's oh, no. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, but I didn't think about... I didn't go beyond the actual just wordplay. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, I'm here for the ass play, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we're here for. It's not about butthole play. All right. Oh, so got God. first, 47%. Uh, let's, uh, who got second? Who was Second who was... place with 21.1% of the vote. Yours truly. Illy. Yeah, me. Don't really me. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I have a really good draft. I'm just saying. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Well, that's why with 15.8% of the vote, you got third. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So it's down to Spencer and Rich. Oh, no, Spencer and Spencer, Spencer Whidden. Whidden. Sorry. Spencer and Whidden. Res- oh, is WrestleMania that- your downfall? <laughs> Hold on. First of all, there was only six of us? Yeah, because Augie wasn't there. Yeah. Augie wasn't there. There was only five of us. Yep. So I'll just say this. I know that... Half of my playlist are songs that fucking suck, but it was worth it, no matter what. I mean, the results are already in, so nothing you can say. <laughs> you can't like, change people's Oh, no, yeah, now. for sure. For sure. Uh, so, last place, uh, we'll have to complete, along with Augie, don't forget, Augie, by missing this, owned up and said that he will also sue. Whoever loses will have a partner in their butt experience. Uh, and what better butt experience partner to have than Augie? Uh, we'll have true. to do a 30 day booty challenge and document it over social media. Rich, let's hear it. All right. Uh, I edit this out just because I want to make sure that the percentages are as precise as possible. I have a, I have a total of 83% you've given out so far, roughly. With, oh God. <laughs> oh God. With a total of. 10.5% of the vote, which makes for a total of two votes total. That, that's repetitive. Uh, find out after our first commercial message of all time. <laughs> hey, Squarespace.com, are you looking for a website? Oh, come on. You know it's Blue Apron. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 10.5% of the vote to uh, last place, which was 5.3% of the vote. Um, just edging out last place was Spencer. Yeah, <laughs> fucking damn it! <laughs> Widen? Oh, fuck. You're all oh, over two, Widen. Oh, my fucking... Mm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I had Ric Flair. Macho Man Randy Savage, Jake the Snake, God. Yeah, but I had Dude Love. (laughs) I'll just go on record as saying this. I don't necessarily agree with those results. Yeah, I should have won. (laughs) For for now on, any competition that deals with a fan vote, I am taking myself out of. I I cannot do this anymore. You're like Oprah. Our, you're like Oprah with the Emmys, except she won them all. Our our fans, I love our fans. Y'all can be stupid, and I'll still love you. <laughs> you can guy. edit all this out if you want to. <laughs> oh no, this stays in. <laughs> so mad that he's gonna have a rockin' booty. Oh, your butt. Your, your oh, I love my it. new sexy butt. <laughs> yeah, but that that's Rich. kind of the genius of this whole thing. Is when you're. 
kind of the real winner You're here. You're the real winner, yeah. Tope ain't winning shit. Rich, how many votes did Spencer have? Two. How many votes did I have? <sighs> One. I should have voted for myself. myself. We would have had three-way butt action. That would have been great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh my! Oh my God! Who? Okay, not not not. Whoever it was that voted for me, if you can prove in some <laughs> way that you that you voted for me, I will I I will send you a wrestling related prize. <laughs> this, this is no, this is no joke. If this you assi- can... assigned eight by ten of your new butt. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> unless it's oh, my wife, unless it's my right. wife who voted for me, which it was, honey, I love you. <laughs> but if but if anybody gets at me, get me on Twitter at MK Witten. If you can prove to me through some way that you're the person who voted for me, I will send. I have a bunch of wrestling books. I can send you a wrestling book with a nice heartfelt handwritten note, and a nice hard shaped ass photo inside. <laughs> my gosh. Oh, it's so fucking good. All right. Um, <laughs> God damn. So congratulations. I go out to Tope. Uh, Widen, I can't wait to see your butt. I'll never say that again. Um, yeah. Well, and like I said, we're going to hopefully do more uh, more drafts uh, later on. Widen, you know, as it turns out, should have taken Triple H here. All right. Let's talk news. Oh. <laughs> when I become a champion, you are target number one. I will. I hope one of the powers isn't for you sitting on me because your butt's gonna fa- be really hard. The, the fans are target number two. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna pull that off. Uh, all right. So uh, last week we discussed, uh, or two weeks ago, I should say. Uh, of course, we're still in the middle of the G1, mm-hmm. and uh, I know Spencer, uh, Spencer and Rich, starting to uh, so pick some sides here uh, on our Facebook group, our private Facebook group. Yep. Um, yep. About it was some a potential, shocking. it was shocking. Think, to me. Yeah, it wasn't to me because I, I know Rich has been Rich has been shipping Tamatanga for a while. But uh, I'll let I'll let With you two discuss. Himself? Yes, myself. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> basically, yeah. <clears throat> so Dude, let, I'm let I'm let Tamatanga stand, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, basically, when when did it really start happening? Like a few weeks ago, or maybe like a week ago? Uh, at um, was it at the G one? No, 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 no. Started Oh, Tomatonga specifically. Oh, we can go back to Cody Rhodes. Yeah, so like, that's, that's really where it started. So, what what what, what was that? What what what, what pay per view was that? Uh, that was um, it was Dominion. Omega Okada Dominion. Two. Dominion. Dominion. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it was the sixty minutes uh, like Iron Man match, and or it wasn't Iron Man match. It was six minutes. They went Broadway. Yeah. And uh, Cody was gonna throw in the towel for Omega to give up the 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 match. The match. What? What? Like thirty minutes in or something? It was about like. 35, 40. Pretty early. Yeah, it was definitely past the halfway point. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, what's your fucking game? And then during Cody's match with Okada at uh, the G1 special in Long Beach, Omega did the same thing. He was going to come in, well, almost Not quite. Yeah. A little smarter because Okada's better. Uh, (laughs) No, Okada. Omega's better. Both. Both. Uh, (laughs) Omega tried to get Cody's wife to throw the towel for him. Yeah. Brilliant. Very brilliant. Yeah. So there's definitely some something going on there. Dissension in the ranks. So Rich and I, for a while, were trying to figure out, okay, Cody's going to make a bid for new leader. Who's, whose side is everybody on? And we were like, sort of like figuring when out. When you have Bullet Club, black and white, and Bullet Club, black and red. Wolf right. Yep. Yep. So, but then we got a little, a little wrench in it because now Tamatonga 
is very decidedly anti Kenny Omega right now. Um, he's he's fed up with Kenny always pimping the uh, the elite shit, the young bucks. And to Tomatonga, it seems like Kenny doesn't care about Bullet Club anymore, which makes sense for Tomatonga because he's been there since basically the beginning. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Tomatonga has been like like spouting some shit off on his Twitter. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. So it seems like that's the way it's going to go. I don't know if Kenny's going to get like, you know, jumped out the way that everyone else has been jumped out, but I don't know. Maybe it's just going to, I don't know. What, what do you think is going to happen? Well, there? I, and this just dawned on me today is I, I could, I could also just see it being just like a big ruse. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, how many NWO ruses of that did we actually have? What the source material of this or the, yes. the honorary part of this, 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 this isn't unprecedented. Um, I do think it's probably going to lead to something because of the insane popularity of it makes sense monetarily for merchandise because that just opens it up for fucking everything. But then also like you can only keep Kenny Omega as a fucking heel so long. And he's starting to face stuff like he's not cutting Japanese promos, but he's using more Japanese language here and there sprinkled into his promos. Shit like that. Like, two-sweeting the kids as he walks by, like, like Naito-style, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I mean, yeah, he has, he has a fucking belt. That's, I don't know, that's got to count for something. To Americans, at least. Maybe not Japanese people. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, to see how... I don't know, because also, in Kenny's matches with... Whenever they're uh, alongside Kenny... Uh, for the Young Bucks, mm. they've been very well-behaved boys. Yeah, that's true. They're not cheating. <laughs> they're, not che- they're really just like getting yeah. him water. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they're just really good friends. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I've, always, uh, I've, I've had this feeling for a while that the insane popularity of Bullet Club would naturally cause them to eventually as a whole turn heel, and then they can naturally flute against Naito in... Um, I just want to say because I'm going to butcher it. Lij, yeah, that's the way to say it. Um, or vice, or vice versa, because also Naito is very, like in the Japanese culture, very like counter everything they're about, and that's why right. he's gotten so popular and so over because he's so thumbing his nose to everything that you know they stand for. So either one of those, they haven't really crossed over a lot with one another. It's always been fucking Bullet Club and Chaos, or Bullet Club and. Um, uh, Suzuki Gun stuff like mm-hmm. like, but Lij is still kind of newer, and hasn't you know done anything. So I, that also could be on the cards as well. That being said, I, I mean I've only started watching New Japan since this year, but from what I can tell, Lij is their stock is going up and up and up. I mean Sonata yeah. and Evil both have looked absolutely <laughs> devastating in the G One. They're winning way more matches than they're losing, and oh, who was it that uh, Evil just beat somebody crazy like? I think Evil just beat, like, Michael Elgin or something. And I was like, holy yeah. shit. Like, okay, now we're talking, dude. Like, they're not playing around with these guys anymore. Like, if they were before. But you know what I mean. Absolutely. And they and they both have, uh, you know, they have Eastern experience. Uh, Evil was Watanabe in ROH. Sonata's a former fucking TNA Impact mm-hmm. Wrestling X Division champion. Um, that, yeah, they're, they needed a vehicle. To, to use and Naito's been that vehicle. Um, have we discussed on the podcast? Have we paid our condolences on the show yet? By the way, to Daryl. Yeah, I mean we're a couple oh, weeks late, so I feel like it's. I feel like almost like 
we're just exploiting, you know, it right now. But <laughs> you know, it that comes from a very it comes from a very earnest place amongst all of us. You no, know, honestly, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, that being said, though, uh, Takahashi just came out the other day. It was like literally like two days ago during some tag match, like pretending to carry Daryl like he'd been doing for a few days, and then sort of just like dropped his hands, uh, finally pulled his hair out of his face, like cause, you know. And kind of just like looked around, like he like woke up from a dream, and then like held his fist up in the like Lij thing, the Lij like gesture, yep. and Naito came back like next to him and was like, "All right, cool, we're good. Like, yeah. let's do it." <laughs> he went through those stages of grief, and he's yeah, back. yeah, like for real, yeah. It took like a whole week, and he's like, "Okay, I'm good now." Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, whatever's going on with the Bullet Club doesn't matter to Bad Luck Fale because he is cashing in on this Daryl heat. <laughs> he like literally has two different Daryl shirts. <laughs> He's going to do everything he can. Well, look, we're already on the subject, so I was already planning on doing this. Uh, I thought we were going to do uh, New Japan at the end. Uh, so we're, tonight we're going to be recording a couple different games for a separate podcast, but I wanted to do a game in the middle of this news podcast because we didn't have a whole heap of news to do. Um, and my game is New Japan related. So I, I'm doing this because last week's game... I think was very popular amongst us and amongst the fans. We got a lot of great feedback on it. Uh, And I like games that are kind of open to everybody. But specifically, uh, I'm interested to see how Spencer, who's been so close to his first game victory, can perform in this. And also Rich's knowledge. Uh, I was looking forward to Tope's stupid-ass answers. So I'll just trust Wynn to take his spot in this game. I have a G1 Climax-related game specifically. The G1 has been around for fucking a long time in some variations, basically since the mid-70s. But this iteration of quote-unquote G1 in a round-robin format really started in 1991. So what I did was I looked at every G1 since 1991 that was in a round-robin format. They had a couple random years where they actually did just a regular old tournament. That didn't count. And I totaled up all the points that everyone has accumulated in the G1 tournament. I made a list. So I have every person that has ever gotten a point in the G1. A point? (laughs) A point. A point. It's not as long of a list as you think. Uh, So I have them in tiers. There are four guys that have gotten more than 100 cumulative points in the G1. Those are going to be worth five points. Anybody uh, 60 through 90 points are going to be worth four. 30 through uh, 59 points are going to be worth three. Uh, 11 through 30 points is worth 2, and anybody 1 to 10 points is just going to be a 1-pointer. I had an original extra plan for this, because I was also going to include the Super Junior G1 and the Tag G1, and I just ran out of time. But I still have numbers here, so this is where the wrinkle is going to come in, because also, let's be fair, our knowledge here is a little limited, but I look forward to guesses. Uh, I have here how many points each person has accumulated in the other two tournaments. When you make your guess, and I give you your points, you can also uh, guess how many points they got in the other G1 tournaments. If you are within five, I will double the points you just received. Oh, wait, hold on. I might have missed something. That is <laughs> a wrinkly-ass wrinkle, dude. That is a wrinkle-ass wrinkle. So, for instance, I'll just give you, I'll just give you an example. I'll give you one of like, the single-digit ones you guys are not going to get. Okay. No one was going to guess uh, Blue Wolf. <laughs> That's the first one, dude. That's my ace in the hole. No one's going to guess Blue Wolf. Blue Wolf uh, had four points in the G1, so he would have been a one-point answer. He also got points in the tag, uh, the G1 tag tournament. 
uh, he got six points in that tournament. So if you guessed two points, you would have been within five. I would have given you two points instead of one. So if you can get within five points of the higher point totals, you gotta hit these multipliers. You just yeah, exactly. It's like stacking an Uno is what it is. Uh, so because of that, and because of the list we have, I'm gonna play this one out to. We're gonna play this one out to thirty instead of twenty. I do want to say for point based games going forward that I'm gonna institute a rule. If we go through two rounds and nobody's gotten any points or any answers, the game is called, and whoever has the highest point total wins, just oh, for yeah. time purposes. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen, but. Just in case. Setting the precedent. Does everyone got it? Everyone understand? Yeah. Wait, are you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm still here. Cool. All right, so you are going to go first. We're going to go in uh, worst to first um, draft <laughs> order. Uh, so you're going to go Widen and Spencer, then Rich. We're going to play to 30 points. G1, baby. This is, it's, It feels good that we've gotten to this point where we cannot play nothing but WWE games. Yeah. Maybe. We'll find out. Widen, you get first pick. I'm just going to go with the, the top of the list, first name, because I'm probably going to be the one who's last for this. Uh, Okada. Okada. Okada's going to get you four points. He got 60, he's gotten 60 points in the G1. This excludes this year, by the way. I'm not including this year's current oh, points. Wow. It's, not, it's not completed. So this is just from last year. Not including this year's points. Uh, so, Widen, you get four points now. Uh, Okada does have points in other G1s. How many points do you think he's gotten cumulatively in other G1s? What are the other G1s? Just remind me again. The, the, the tag and the junior. I'll tell you, he doesn't obviously have... He's not a junior, so he only has... Right. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. 27. 27 is uh, five within 32 points, so Widen's going to start the game with eight points right out of the gate. Oh, Augie all over again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's how this is going to work. So, Widen has eight of his possible 30 points. Rich. Tanahashi. Tanahashi is number one on the list. 129 points. So, that's five points for Rich as of right now. Rich, his tag, G1 points. Well, 44. 51, just outside. Oh. Only five points to Rich. Fuck. Spencer. Uh, let's go with uh, Shibata. Shibata has... Where's he at? I know he's here. Three points for Spencer to get it kicked off. He has 53 points. Shibata is one of the rare ones that was in both the tag and both the junior uh, tournaments. So, Spencer, for a chance to double your points. I have no even earthly clue what the fuck you're talking about. So... <laughs> Uh, twenty-five. Uh, twenty-seven is the correct answer. So Spencer's going to double his points and get. Damn it! <laughs> so uh, wins. What are we playing to? Twenty again? We're playing thirty. We're playing 30. thirty. Okay, cool. So to clarify that again, however many points they've accumulated all time in tag G one tournaments and best of the super juniors. I guess I've I just added didn't that up. There was a tag G one tournament. Was that like, yeah. was like old school shit? Uh, no, it, it goes on every year. It comes up in the fall. Oh, yep. cool. So you got that like, uh, Yeah. Yeah, it comes up in the fall. So it's coming up uh, very, very soon. All right, so uh, Wid, we're in the lead. Uh, the cleaner, Kenny Omega. Omega is only going to be two points as of right now. Last mm. year was his first mm. G1. 
So he's gotten uh, 12 points in that uh, that one. So that's two points for Witten. Uh, he does have tag and junior experience. How many points does he have there? Yeah, I know he's got he's got a number of years of junior experience. Um, uh, 38. 40 is what the answer is. Wow. Man, you guys are... I'm not expecting to see so many double points already, so Witten's going to get four points there. Witten is at 12 with just two guesses. Uh, Rich. I can't believe this shit's going to happen two games <laughs> in a fucking row. <laughs> I can't wait for you to have your second guess. That's like the worst. Andrew the Giant. Tomohiro Ishii. Tomohiro Ishii is three points for Rich. He has 34 G1 points. Uh, he has tag experience. How many tag points does, ta- uh, does he have? 55. 53. I am shocked you guys are so good at this. Oh, my God. Oh my God. There's no reason. No. There's no. zero reason why any of us are getting these bonuses. No. Because I've gotten four out of the five so far. This is dumb. <laughs> so this is a lot of fun, but it's dumb. Dumb. It just proves that we should all be watching New Japan because we're so much it's, more zeroed in. It's very, very true. Also, we've done so many like closest to the pins on this podcast history that that's there that's all. All right. Uh, so Rich now has eleven. Witness twelve. Spencer, your second guess. Makabe. Makabe. Four points for Togi Makabe. He's a former uh, G1 winner. Eighty-eight total points. Uh, the, fir- the first one in that four-point tier. Uh, he has uh, tag and surprisingly junior experience. I don't know when Toby Makabe was like 60 pounds lighter, but he was. <laughs> uh, so how many points for Makabe? He had 88 total for G1. Uh, 44. Under that one. He, he's been in a lot of tag tournaments. Yeah, 78. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. 78. That's also something I found interesting with like all these numbers was, you know, it's strategy. Has he been kind of even across the board? Has he been prominent in one? So very, very tight. Witten's got 12. Rich has 11. Spencer has 10. Back to Witten. Uh, let's go with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. It's Shinsuke, but I appreciate you calling Whatever. me back for how long, how long I said it incorrectly. Well, you, you five? Know, oh, fuck you. Five points. Uh <laughs> If you were trying to, if you were like purposely trying to emphasize something, you could say each syllable, but yeah, just so you know. Yeah, and I, I said it for so long, and I yeah, thought no. it was right. Yeah, you I and always, Jay are I both. Would, <laughs> I, never, I, I always thought Dice K uh, for the Red Sox was just his nickname. No, that's how you say his first name. I didn't fucking know. <laughs> that's great. All right, so five points for win, 121 total G1 points. God, Nakamura is third all time. Uh, he has tag experience, win tag points for, uh, this would give you a total of 22 points if you get this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it. 63. He hit it on the head! Boom! Holy he hit shit. hit it exactly! How, that's not possible! 63 exactly. <laughs> Widen has 22 points. It's a and quick game. <laughs> I honestly I don't know if he can name one more guy. <laughs> That's also very true. That's like, I know you could, really but you know what I mean. Like, you're, you're running no, out no, of games, no, guys, real quick. I got you, man. I got you. That's where, this, that's where this story is going. Uh, Rich, you're the um, Fuck you, Hanma. Uh, I was never going to say Hanma. <laughs> is one point for Rich. Oh. <laughs> 
Hanma right. only had eight points. It's okay. The first two years he was in the G1, he didn't get any points. Holy shit. Okay. That's well, what got his uh, tag team. So, Rich, you can get two points here if you can give me his tag points. 78. 44. So, overshot it just had. <laughs> Only Which, one point for Rich. Because Makabe's so was fucking 78. Yeah, and I guessed 44 for Makabe, so I must have just got my wires crossed. Oh, oh yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Uh, that was Spencer, a very educated guess. Meltdown. That was a great guess, though. You're a great yeah, guess. Yeah, it was a good Thanks, guess. Man. Move, in the, move in the second, Spencer. Yuji Nagata. Number two on the list, so yeah, five. I'm trying to take my fucking heart. God damn it. Well, I just know he's, he's a good guy. Heart. 120. Yeah, you were the original Yuji Nagata guy in Spencer. No, I know, and I, for, I, I didn't guess Nagata because I wanted to fuck with Spencer by taking... By taking on my <laughs> Spencer, you can move up to twenty points here if you can get Nagata's tag team points. Fuck me, uh, eighty. Oh, just a little short, ninety four. Oh, okay, for Nagata, he's been around a very fucking long time. Uh, so Wiggins in the league is with crushing it in the G one right now. By the way, like he's not—he hasn't got a single point yet, but every one of his matches is literally a four star plus match. He's great. He's the I, best. I, He's also single-handedly killing my pickums because I thought mm. he was going to have a hot start as like the last time grizzled vet and then right. taper off, and I think they're going to do exactly the opposite. So oh. that's been killing my my picks. Uh, spent uh, Widen, you are eight points away from victory. Um, I, I mean, I have names written down here. Um, I'll just go with this one. Naito. Naito is four points for Widen. Wow. So that will move you to 26. He has 69 all-time points. Widen, if you can get within his point total, you will win this game. Fifty-six. Fifty-four. Holy shit. Eat he gets the oh my god. I can't believe you've done this. Exactly. I did not think that was going to be as short as it was. No, <laughs> but that's when... amazing. I need to watch more New Japan. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, you don't. No. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Holy shit! I've got like fifteen new... names on my list. Yeah, I didn't get any of them. Well, I mean, let's let's let's. Whip no, hold on. Let's, let's... No, 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 no. Wait, wait. I want to do something else first. Uh, Witten, name everyone else that you can name. Okay. Uh, uh, AJ Styles. AJ Styles would be two points. Uh, Sonata. Sonata would be one point. Oh, really? Uh, okay. uh, Brock Lesnar. No points. Okay. Uh, Bad Luck Fale. Fale is, where's Fale? Fale is a three-pointer. And Kushida. Kushida is a no points. But wow. I had him on the back. He had 72 points alone in the Super Juniors, but is never it, been in the because he's a junior? Do they only have, like, heavyweights in the G1, maybe? No. Depends. So, so I'll, I'm sure this is on your guys' list, but Jushin Thunder Liger, like yeah, has, has six G1 points. <laughs> wow. He has 182 best of the Super Junior points. <laughs> okay. So he would be number one if I was doing cumulatively of all time, but he was if he was in G1, he rarely won matches. That's funny. So that's kind of that's also the reason why I was kind of interested to see the game and how it was going to play out was if you guys tried to go that route. So. All right, now I want Spencer and Rich to go back and forth okay. <laughs> to see who had who what left. Okay, I'll just name what I put on my list. Like, well, I'm sure we could both crunch up. It would have been my turn. Okay, next, cool. Yeah, so, great. Um, I'll just uh, start this overtime off in uh, uh, how I feel about this game right now. Fuck Goto. 
That was the first name I was going to say, too. <laughs> Soto is number six total, a four-point answer, 82 points. Um, let's go Toru Yano. Yanu is two behind Goto, 77 yeah. points. He has a crazy amount of points, and yeah. he's completely shit the bed this G1 for some reason. He also has 62 tag points. Goto had uh, Goto was one of the rare all three tournaments. Rich? Mm. Kojima. Kojima is in the middle of Goto and Yano. You guys are almost <laughs> going in fucking order. This is great. Uh, Suzuki? <clears throat> uh, Minoru Suzuki is a three-point answer. He's a little bit further down, but you are correct. Uh, what about Muda? Ooh. Great Muda is here. Muda is a three-point answer. Very, uh, very uh, heavy in the early days. Some of the early ones only yeah. had four or six guys, so their point totals were lower. So they're lower on the list. Uh, well, so in that right. case, uh, Masahiro Chono? Chono is a four-point answer. Yep. Uh, after Goto, Kojima, and Yano. <laughs> Uh, only because someone posted a uh, very cool gif of the en- ending sequence to their match from 95. Mm. Ric Flair. Whoa. Ric Flair. As a one-point answer. Three points. You he are correct. One? Yeah. Oh, sh- yeah. I need to go back and watch that. That's probably a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and the, uh, the match that certified the Muda scale. <laughs> was wow. the one that created the Muda scale? It, 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 if it wasn't. Oh, my shit. God. It's Are gross. you familiar with what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. I, I've never seen the match, but I know about oh. the Muda scale. If you didn't know that Muda wasn't wearing face paint during that time period, you'd be like, oh, yeah, Muda's paint looks great. No, he's just <laughs> fucking bleeding that fucking Jesus bad. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. Flair's like, this is normally me. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know why, I don't know why Rick Flair was doing a Yogi Bear impression during that match, but. Uh, okay, let's go with uh, Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi is a one-point answer. He's right yeah, above Liger I on my I fucking list. hate Yoshihashi. He's pretty bad. I don't like him either. Rich? Carl uh, Anderson. Carl Anderson is a three-point answer, almost a wow. four-point answer. I'm surprised. I think he was a former runner-up. He was, he was wow. there a while, dude. Okay, good for yeah. him. Uh, Tenzin? Tenzon? Tenzon is the last five-point answer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn good guess. Tenzon, 110 points and... 102 tag points. If I did everything cumulatively, he actually would have been number one overall above Liger. Good for him. Holy yeah. shit. Tenzin's been around a very long time. I think he also is the most wins. I think he won it like four times. Huh. Yeah. Um, Vader. Vader is only two points right underneath Ric Flair, but it would have been, uh, would have been an answer. I mean, uh, one point total. Kenta? Kenta is no. Okay. Kenta was always in the other companies. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Never, never a New Japan guy. Hmm. I want to tell you, I want to say by the way that you guys have dominated. Like you've gotten like seventeen of the top twenty answers. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Also uh, on Square Circle, they've been posting a lot of um, uh, tag team clips of Kenta and Shibata. Mm-hmm. Um. Just, That's why it's on my mind. Too. Yeah. Oh man. Um. I've only got one more name, just so you know. Uh, I'm going to keep it Western with the guy, Gene. Uh, Albert. Mm. Giant Bernard, three-point answer. Yep. You got it. Uh, and the last Spencer, one last name? Yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty low, but Ibushi. Kota Ibushi. No, Ibushi is a two-point answer, oh, I okay. think. Where's Ibushi? Yep, uh, 16 total points. But he's on there. Rich. Gallows? Gallows, yep, 14 points, two-point answer. Um, just because there was confusion about these juniors, 
Uh, was Devitt in a G1? He had to have been, Devitt right? was in a couple, yep. Devitt oh, was oh, uh, yeah. 18 points right above Bushi. Devitt only had 58 junior points. He was he got injured in the first two junior tournaments he was in. Jeez. <laughs> and had to, like, withdraw, so he got, like, no points in either one. Um, and then uh, either Takahashi or whatever he went by before he became the time bomb. Uh, Yujiro Taka. Oh, you're talking about... Uh, uh, Kamachi or whatever is how it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hiromu yeah. has not, never been an actual G1. But okay. Yujiro Takahashi is correct. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, that's what I meant. Takahashi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. The, the Tokyo, Tokyo Pimp. Pimp. Yeah. I just realized I did not think this concept through at all. What? I always read the names we didn't get. What oh, my mean? God. This is so many names. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, think this through at all. <laughs> Oh, we no. didn't. We didn't take. <laughs> how many more idiot. names? How many more names? No, no. There? But he has to say them all. I are have there? to say them. Me. Are the ones <laughs> I'm like, how many more are there? It doesn't matter. He's going to say a ton of Japanese names. And... Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, you're right. Go ahead. We're yeah. done. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. That's why I only took all, all the Westerners. Westerners. <laughs> I hate you so much. I realize that after you guessed it. Oh my god. Oh shit! This is the best. Oh, let's, oh, what a rip, baby. Oh, we're the best podcast ever. <laughs> oh, if this wasn't going to be so enjoyable for everyone, I would totally use a power to get out of this. <laughs> what is that? Do you, are you out of names? I legitimately am out of names. Sam. Okay. All right. Let me give everybody I can say. Like, I'm sure there's going to be plenty. Like, like, yeah. Uh, whoever, whoever Brian Johnston is, Bam Bam Bigelow. I mentioned I Blue Wolf. Blue with earlier. I'm also going to give you people that like you like definitely have heard of because of WWF. Kenzo Suzuki, Tajiri, hmm. uh, La Sombra, or as everyone knows him now, Andrade Cien Almas, uh, Milano Collection AT. Shout out to early ROH. Fucking Aki Bono. I thought he was only uh, ever all Japan. No, he was in a G1. Uh, Rush, uh, all three of them. Um, Scott Norton, Masato Tanaka. Tenaru, Evil was in last year's G1, so he would have qualified. Uh, some guy named Strong Man, <laughs> uh, Go Shiyazaki. Shout out! It sucks that we didn't see more Go Shiyazaki. He's badass. Uh, Michael Elgin. Didn't, didn't we see Shiyazaki at one of those first ROH shows we went to? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's in. He's in mostly all Japan and Noah and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Michael Elgin, uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Hmm. MVP. Oh, Lance Hoyt was probably in one of these too, wasn't he? The next name I was going to say was Lance Archer, uh, Shelton Benjamin, and the two highest uh, left before I just start, uh, before I have a stroke, uh, Kensuke Sasaki, and the highest name left, 68 points, Manuba Nakanishi. That's a good name. Well, his name yeah. is probably Kensuke, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's let her rip. No, no, nope. no. He actually is Kensuke Sasaki. That one's, that one's. Or, to or Tony Schiavone said it wrong for five. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's more likely. laughs> the latter. All right. We'll try these on for size. Yoshihiro Takeyama, Tatsumi Fujinami, Osuma Nishimura, Shiro Kashinaka, <laughs> Naomichi Marafuchi, Toshiki Kagawa. Oh, fuck. <laughs> No, you were crushing it. You <laughs> nailed every fucking one. Tashiaki Kawada, Tayura Yashuda, Riki Choju, Kazuyuki Fujita, Koji Kanemaru, Katsuhiko Nakajima, Wataro Iniawu. Where am I? I don't know where I am. Shinjiro Itani, Takashi Shigeru, Jun Akiyama, 
Tatsuhito Takiawa, Minoru Tanaka, Jinju Hirata, Asu Makito, Hideo Saito, uh, Blue Wolf, that just resets me, uh, Tatsu Toshikoto, Kazuo Yamazaki, Yoshiyaku Yatsu, uh, Fujiwara, uh, Takayuki, oh, this starts with two eyes! How do I say that? You just elongate the I... word. Yep. E- <laughs> the first one. <laughs> you, oh, oh my god. Kuzunori Murakama, Kendo Kashin, and Hiroshi Hase. Oh my god. Ow. Dude, I mean, for like how much shit that we give you and you deserve, you really did nail like 85% of those. <laughs> Which I would have definitely fucking taken the under on oh, that. Oh, easily. <laughs> we are going was- to play that at your funeral the same way like at the end of man on the moon how <laughs> they play that the, clip the of Andy Kaufman. yeah yeah Absolutely. Oh. Uh, i just Shit. had flashbacks to like Fuck. speeding through spirited away and oh, yeah. like the same syllable five times in a row <laughs> and I'm like, don't do that again <laughs> yeah. oh you say k's really aggressively <laughs> Suzuki <laughs> kakashi <laughs> I should. My acting for the camera coach in college never told me that, so that's her fucking fault. <laughs> uh, all that said, congratulations, win. <laughs> <laughs> fucking makes, worth it. Makes my night just a little bit better. Eden got the W. Hey, there we go. Oh, Alrighty. Man. Fucking got that W, and you're going to have some fucking tight ass buns in a, in a month. <laughs> oh, my God. Doing, doing the damn thing. Oh, all right. Fuck. That's. That's enough okay. G1 and enough yeah, New Japan. Yeah, I mean, it's not sure. enough New Japan. Uh, I did want to tackle a couple things. Uh, well, we can stay on the uh, the Japanese persuasion now. Uh, boys, if I told you uh, last year, two years ago, three years ago, that uh, Shinsuke Nakamura would have beaten John Cena clean on television, it would have been like, man, when did WWE buy New Japan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if I told you... Five years ago, that that meant that he was going to wrestle for the world title at SummerSlam against Jinder Mahal. You would have said, "Man, fuck Matt White for predicting that Jinder Mahal was going to be a world world champion five years ago." Wow. He's the only one that did. Yeah, sorry, that's one of our SummerSlam main events, and it's uh, yeah, yeah. I think Spencer just called it insane. Yeah, he's right; it's insane. <laughs> I mean, I, I talked to Rich about it for a, a second earlier today, and I was saying I. Uh, I had Shinsuke slightly favored to win against Cena, assuming that there was no interference, just because I felt like, why would you... Shinsuke's been doing nothing, basically. And all of a sudden, you're going to throw him into the spotlight against John Cena? Dude's going to win. That was my thought. Yeah. And, you know, and he did, which was very, I was very happy to see. And then after the show cut off, Corbin came out and attacked Nakamura. And then Cena sort of, like, fended him off. You know, it was like a show of goodwill. So it seems like the scuttlebutt around the internet is people are slightly favoring Nakamura to win against Jinder, only to have Corbin cash in and take the belt from him then. I don't know if I well, agree with that, but it's not far-fetched. It's something that happens at SummerSlam a lot. Yeah. That happens. happens that's happened at what? Two SummerSlams in the last five years? Is that what just happened with the uh, the Shield guys? No. No. Well, that was no. Okay. Oh, yeah. It was the uh, night yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it happened uh, 2011, Del Rio beating Punk after Kevin Nash sent himself a text message. Let's all remember that. And um, 2013, 
uh, Orton after Brian beat Cena. Um, did it and, also ha- did it also happen when Reigns won it and Sheamus cashed in? That was, was Survivor that? Series. That was Survivor Series, that's yeah, right. not SummerSlam. Uh, and it also happened in 2017 when Baron Corbin will cash in on Shinsuke Nakamura uh, because you close your eyes. Like I, I have like this like sixth sense now. I had in my head holding that briefcase up months in advance, and uh, yeah, I have it again, guys. It's gonna happen. I'm sorry. Do you mean do you mean you have a deep sixth sense? Hey, <laughs> there he is. Hey, you win some, you lose some. That's the name of this podcast for you, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> you win. Uh, you, you win. Ga- you win some. You gain a lot. Well, also because it looks like they're going to run Cena and Corbin on the pay per view as well, and it plays into the let them never expect it. Money in the bank guy loses on the undercard and then cashes in later in the night to you know have a ready made program. You know. Could also be right. part of the story, but that sucks. That's what they do. Here, yeah, here, here's here's the takeaway from all. Oh, hold on, real quick. Every time they've done it, too. Real, real quick, that makes no sense to me, kayfabe wise. Even I'm just gonna say one thing about G1, and that's it. Juice Robinson has been selling, and fucking uh, Tanahashi yep. have both been selling injured body parts the entire series so far, <clears throat> and it's cost them wins. <clears throat> You're gonna tell me Corbin's gonna get beat? To a pulp by John Cena, he's gonna go back and get a deep tissue massage and come back and beat Nakamura. That's absolutely. Oh, no, you're, you're right. You're right. But it sucks. Or uh, or let's just play some three dimensional chess here. Okay. He realizes which. He's, hold on. All chess is three dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's I'm talking about. I'm talking about shit. No, no. I'm talking about Baron Corbin here. <laughs> <laughs> just normal chess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big deal for yeah. him. Yeah, I'm talking about the guy that wears wolf shirts every minute of every day. Yeah, okay. Uh, he just... You mean the guy that comes out to um, Connect 4? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant, was four-dimensional Connect, uh, connect 4 dimensionals. Connect 4. Oh, fuck, that just killed me. Uh, okay, So he realizes, like, oh, he's not going to be able to... to get a quick win or something on John Cena. So he's like, fuck it. If I get, if I get hit with an AA, I'm just going to, cause we all know Way that you can, you can kick out of one AA. <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. You could do that. I could do that. <laughs> mullet. We can all do that. Um, but yeah, so just, uh, he's going to be with one. Fuck it. Sure. I'm going to take it easy now because it's probably going to be a grueling match later on. And see that. I, I got do some like. plans. Yeah. I do like that. That is never what goes through their head. <laughs> kayfabe. Um, <laughs> But but I'm just saying, like, if you do want to try to justify it to yourself to make yourself feel a little bit better for sure. watching this bullshit, sure. <laughs> which we've head. all been doing that for our entire lives. 30 years. 30 years <laughs> running strong. Uh, so I pulled up every Money in the Bank winner and quickly went over them. Edge lost to Ric Flair the night he cashed in his title and won. Uh, Van Damme's was unique. Kennedy didn't even get the cash in. Punk was losing to, like, fucking Big Daddy V the month before he <laughs> cashed in. Uh, both times, I should say. <laughs> Punk actually beat Punk actually beat Umaga the night he cashed in on Jeff Hardy. Swagger only had it for two days. Kane only had it that one night. The Miz, they never really fucked with. Uh, Daniel Bryan was losing constantly on the fucking pre-show when he was champion. Yep. Uh, when he was money in the blank, uh, bank. Uh, Del Rio lost a six-man the night that he lost. Ziggler, I'm just convinced that never happened at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, Cena's anomaly. Sandow fucked somebody's wife. 
Because um, <laughs> he was legitimately booked like shit and then still lost. Yeah. Uh, Orton wasn't booked on SummerSlam. Uh, Rollins and Sheamus back-to-back specifically got pinned the night they cashed in and won Money in the Bank. Uh, won the title. Rollins at WrestleMania. Sheamus in a fucking Survivor Series blow-off match. And then Ambrose the same night. So it's not as bad as you think, but it's been more recently they've done it. So, um, Swerve. Swerve. That's a, uh, if you're counting, uh, 15 uh, cash-ins successfully out of 17 attempts. 89, 88%. Poor Damian Sandow. Um, yeah, and SummerSlam's shaping up to be good. I, I, we talked yeah. about it before it was officially announced, but that fucking Hoss fight is going to be awesome. Uh, real quick, one last thing about uh, Shinsuke and Jinder. Uh, someone brought up on uh, Squared Circle that in a, a clever, more clever scenario. But I'm looking forward to this program simply for the fact that it's going to force Jinder to talk about something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, all of his, you know, because I talk funny in every promo. Right. Do not hold water anymore. No. That's what I was getting at. When we were talking about like fucking Corbin when I'm like guys amongst all this look at it this way Jinder Mahal's not going to be champion after SummerSlam because I'll take a straw poll right now I would prefer Baron Corbin as champion over Jinder Mahal am I alone in that thought no not at all does no. Corbin get the Singh brothers oh yeah to fall off of shit for him <laughs> because that is a very high selling point for me right now yeah, but for no reason now they're a, like a barbershop duet. Like he doesn't get, he thinks it's sing without the H. <laughs> he just the get. Sing Brothers. Fuck, that's so good. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh man. Um, I, I will take this time. The thing I want to talk about was uh, that Vince McMahon hates the Sing Brothers because he's oh he literally has gone to Randy Orton every night. It's like yo. Can you fucking kill these guys for me? Make kill an these. I'm trying. <laughs> the fact that uh, I don't even know which Sing brother it is because they haven't made no. it clear as to which one was which. Unfortunately, if uh, uh, Gerv, I think it's Gerv. I still know them from their original Bollywood names. Is one of uh, the names like, Samir? Mm-hmm. Samir right. and Sunil, I think. I know, like I know the captain and Sunil. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, like, what their name is. I just don't know which one's which. No, no. Um, the fact that he took that fucking bump. <laughs> that yeah. bump is already underrated. He changed positions in midair. I, I went back and watched the clip over and over again, and I was like, holy shit, this guy is a pro. They didn't remove the fucking televisions from the monitors. Not like oh. that would have given it away that was happening. But, like, that's the biggest bump they've done. Uh, it, it was bigger than the Rollins Ambrose bump from Hell in a Cell a couple years ago. So it's the biggest bump since Shane. And you know what? They gave Shane a fucking airbag. Yeah. Why isn't that the standard procedure now? <laughs> you throw you can put an airbag under a table to lessen the fall. And it didn't make it any worse of a bump or like like of an impact. You couldn't have done that for that poor hundred and twenty pound. Fucking goober! <laughs> fucking... You, you need to pay your need to pay your dues. Yeah, 
Yeah, they guess do. what? He's still going to get released in 16 months. <laughs> no one's ever going to remember but you, but you know what? These 16 months are going to be the best months yeah. of his life. He's going to get fucking released after SummerSlam with budget cuts. <laughs> like, to be honest. Yeah, But real. these last couple months were the best months of his <laughs> life. I hope he's kept his GFW tag team titles that he still held when they got signed. <laughs> because yeah. I really like this thing, Brothers, too. I thought they had a fun deal. I don't yeah, know, maybe, like maybe, maybe the rest of WWE Universe doesn't like them, you know, or, or wouldn't like them, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I like them more now than I did as the Bollywood boys. I like them as, like, oh, really? the Indian JJ security is basically what they are. I yeah. I did kind of like, if they if they would have gone with the Bollywood blondes, that would have oh maybe been... Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yes, Holy yes, shit. yes. Yeah, 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 you're not wrong. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I do want to point out, we're talking about budget cuts, and we're talking about uh, cruiserweights and stuff. I want to uh, congratulate either Neville or Karatazawa for being the last cruiserweight champion at SummerSlam when Vince decided to just cut the entire cruiserweight division as part of budget cuts. Oh, man. Um, uh, this is my mid-year prediction. You know how we do end-of-the-year prediction? The cruiserweight division won't last the rest of the year. They had a really, really good article on Deadspin about it. Like, a really good article just about how it could be something, but it's it's just nothing. Here's it a, here's like what you kind of getting there. It feels like it. I mean, the matches are always good. They're doing, like, they're doing stories. Like, what they're doing, like, the Gulak Mustafa Lee stuff, as long as the Noam Dar, Cedric Alexander stuff was. Like, those are stories, like the Kendrick Gallagher stuff they're doing now. They're telling stories. The problem is that nobody's watching and nobody in the crowd cares. If you put it on before SmackDown, like we've been talking about for a year, and it's used, like, WCW used to use the Cruiserweights to get the crowd amped, Mm -hmm. and you give them a little bit more time to do their thing... The crowd will be hot for SmackDown. You can still air it after SmackDown on network. Just don't call 205 Live. Call it 205 Now or something. I don't know. <laughs> 205 when you watch it. Two oh five time shifted. Two oh five presently. Yeah, they're cutting pyro and they're cutting network shows. Like there's only a matter of time before roster cuts come. And there's really not that much roster you can cut. Granted, like, there's not, like, the cruiserweight contracts, like, I reckon that I'd make about as much money as fucking Grand Metalik is making right now, sadly. Um, And we're both criminally underrated in our jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he looked insane in this match he just did with Tony Nese. He was one of the best luchadors, like, on the planet. Yeah. And they, they signed him. And he's not been used, I don't think, once, like, right? He was one of the few guys in the CWC that, like, yeah. was legit signed from the get. And yeah. and they just did nothing with nothing. him. And finally, they, think, they debuted him, I think. Like, there were some night. visa issues, maybe. Whatever, but dude. No. He fucking, like, like, he was, like, literally walking the ropes. Like, it was not a big yeah, deal. That's, like, his name. That was his name. Is amazing. Was, like, the king of the ropes. So good. Uh he, I think, is paying for Sin Cara's sins and that he doesn't know, like, any English and they're not going to get burned on this twice. As I honestly think what it is. Uh, Sin Cara, Cara didn't know any English, didn't want to go to fucking developmental, didn't want to do this, and they're like, okay, cool. And we saw how that panned out. And now... Well, I mean, that was Sin Cara being also a fucking prima donna. Uh, and, and you know, his reputation has since preceded him. Uh... I don't know. As far as, as the cruiserweights as a whole, I, that shit. Another thing sucks, that Oscar can't speak a helps. goddamn like English. 
Mm. And she's been the longest. She's essentially the longest reigning champion of all time ever. Basically, in the modern era. Uh, But but, it's an NXT where she's protected in a way. For sure. Another thing Um, that they're doing good for the Cruiserweights is sort of integrating them into sort of yes. the main roster and they're not so homogenized right. with Titus World, Titus Worldwide. Right. I think that was a an awesome move for okay. all parties involved. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. What I was what I was building up to insinuating was, you know, like if they are trying to like cut meat unfortunately, think like there's probably as many cruiserweights in that division as there are female wrestlers between both shows. Like as a like a yeah. like a total, like a number. So like if you cut it down like by half or like eight or however many you want to fucking consider it. That's going to be a good fucking tuck a chunk of change. I just fucking see it happening. I just I don't see think you're, it you're far off base. Fucking happening, like especially yeah. because they have guys in NXT that could that could fit in that class. And mm-hmm. if they do ever want to shit and get off the pot and put Enzo there, put Kalista there, they have guys that are already connected with a crowd on a higher level that are making more money that can do the same thing that they have tied up as opposed to they're not going to fucking lose anything if they get rid of Davari and his 40 grand, you know, tomorrow. Right, right. Yeah, and apparently that's the reason the reason that they have been dragging their feet with the UK show. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we don't have the money. Well, it's not that we don't have the money for, but the, the figures I saw today was the WWE was expecting to make 30 million profit, or that's what they made last year. Yeah, And, and so like far this year, they're now. at six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which means that's like... That's bad. If that if those numbers are accurate, that's crazy, right? So then when people are saying like, oh, well, New Japan can't really compete with WWE, it's like, well, it seems to me like the WWE is making half the profit they made last year. So what the fuck's up with that? Did they just like screw up and you know put their eggs in too many baskets and now they're gonna scale back to what they is should this, be doing? Is this profit on just the network alone? I don't know. Just maybe I think it's, it's just maybe it is just oh I don't know. I don't know. That's I think it's I think it's overall profit crazy low if it is just yeah. network that makes more sense that yeah, yeah. because it, it might just be the network that also like doesn't figure in their tv deals and all that stuff because their tv deals are still also very very oh, of very course lucrative. it's so, all it's all based on whatever they report out in quarterly earnings like that's like whatever that is the, the, issue, the thing also is that their downtime is coming up like football comes back in a month so raw ratings don't yeah. tailspin but they significantly they drop September through December with the holidays and the competition of football. Oh. So, you know, it's it's going to be something. Uh, two, two, two quick things I, I just want to add, because we're talking about SummerSlam and everything. Uh, I'm actually going to be up in, like, Albany and Boston, like, the week leading up to SummerSlam. And my my buddy's trying to be like, just stay a couple more days, just stay a couple more days. So I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see. The second thing, we were talking about this the the big match for the universal t- title, and I have to ask, did the story with Braun Strowman and oh, oh and Karen, and Karen, and Karen. Is, is that real? Uh. I think it's. I think something happened. I don't think he got on his hands and knees and begged or whatever. And right. it's it's just a story that's getting blown out of fucking proportion or nothing. I think basically it was summed up by somebody. It was two fucking drunk people, like half in fucking character at a bar, making right. asses of themselves. That's all it was. Yeah, it's Karen Jarrett involved. That's really you should have just stopped there. Yeah, ex- exactly. But it's like I read this story and I'm just like, there's 
Like the only way I could see him getting on his knees was to like be at eye level to right, her. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way. But I just I just read that story and I just like I I still don't know if that's true or not. When you were building up, so about this main event and this story I read, I'm like, oh, fuck, we gotta talk about Lesnar and fucking Bones Jones. Uh, but instead you went the much funner route of Braun Strowman and Karen Jarrett, which is well, a shoot appa- fight I want to see. Well, apparently <laughs> uh, well, apparently, Paul Heyman is supposed to make this b- a big announcement tonight or something really? like that. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's on the wrestling like dirt sheets. Like He's making an announcement, a SummerSlam announcement tonight. I don't know what it is. eating at White Castle the night before. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, th- that said, WWE is still spending money, no matter all the budgets and everything. I mean, they're still signing guys. Uh, Dijak just got signed. Really? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Um, also, in uh, pay-per-view uh, live event news... Uh, our good friend Andrew Zangry is also uh, uh, throwing out there us taking a trip to Detroit for Hell in a Cell at the new Little Caesars Arena. He just wants to say he's been to the Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> Don't he's we all? Guido ain't fooling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll tell him who is fucking. I'm going to text him right now. <laughs> him he, he, might, he might pull that one on you. I've known that motherfucker 15 years. He just wants to say he's in the Little Caesars Arena. No. I, I didn't doubt the motivations at all. <laughs> he just knows that I would like to say that as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, Wait, by the way, I think Tope was still trying to decide if he was doing NXT or SummerSlam. So consider that as well. I think he was going to try to do one of the two. Um, uh, the, only, the only thing you have to remember is RJ's not going to be with him. So both shows are going to suck. Mm, good point. Cool. Hey, um, any other news uh, topics you want to talk about? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm... I'm set on news. If everyone else is set on news, if anyone else has any hot takes, nah, and we can one of the games. I, I, the only thing good. I also want to talk about was fucking that non-airbag bump in the middle of uh, write it down and send a picture to whoever the worst work match of the year. <laughs> Talking about the one with Greg Kali. No... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one where Greg Kali okay, won the championship. Yep. I just uh, I just replayed myself uh, when we were talking about the Great Khali and worst matches over the course of the past seven years of this podcast. Um, every week I've been having like my listener like pick like something sh- you should check out. Edge and Christian podcast hasn't disappointed from what I've heard so far. Uh, very very fun. Very like if you like them, they're just fucking dicking around and enjoying being around each other. Uh, Christian Samoa Joe laughing about how shitty they treat Rhino. Is hilarious. Um, <laughs> Christian admitting that he punked Chris Jericho over the course of months, pretending to be a deaf Fozzie fan, is also hilarious. Um, but the number of my favorite is Edge being like, man, I fucking saw that photo of the great Kali holding the title, and I'm like, you son of a bitch, you're still doing it. Like, <laughs> he knows. He's even on the front page of every fucking newspaper. He's like, I'm the champ now. And it's like, god damn him. He's, he plays dumb, and he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> also evidenced by uh, those stories... Uh, that there's a clip posted from an old, it was one of those high spot shows. I think it was Hawkins's high spot show and gallows and someone else was on there. And gallows was like Kali's handler right. in yeah. deep South or whatever. And yeah, those stories again, just like he's playing dumb, but like, no, he's just, he knows, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
fucking gals can tell any fucking story. So he punches me, and I wake up, and they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> oh, time dash. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. What happened? You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Oh, All right. Goodness. Well, we're talking about the great Kali, so we should probably wrap up. Nope. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode of Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast for Entertainment. We encourage you, as always, check us out arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and all the other ones in our network of shows. Uh, please, uh, if you like the show, support us. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio. Get bonus content, all kinds of merchandise, and cool things there just by giving us a friendly donation every single month. We just had uh, hitting. Uh, we talked about the wrestling theme draft. Rich and I's overtime portion uh, from that night just hit the uh, hit the Patreon yesterday, I believe. So get on there and get all that uh, uh, backlog content and also new content like that uh, episode. You can also follow us on social media, Facebook, on Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. Um, am I missing something? Twitter, the main one, if I didn't say it already, at Potswoggle. Hit us up with an email, potswoggle at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. And, uh, of course, we are now, uh, I think, what, eight weeks away now, Rich? Bleep. Bleep. Yep. <laughs> Eight weeks away, September 23rd, the I.O. Theater, the Chris Farley Cabaret, Chicago, Illinois, Pod Slam 2017, Pod Slam 3. Rich, do you have any, you have any science to drop on us about Pod Slam? Any news, any updates, anything you want to share? Oh, this amazing fucking... If you remember the year 2017 for three things, it's, this, it's the year that Pod Slam 3 happened at I.O. Theater. Donovan Dijak got signed by WWE and the great <laughs> Kali returned to WWE. <laughs> All landmark things. Uh, no, it's going to be awesome. Um, we're going to start announcing uh, the shows that are going to be taking part over the 12 plus hours. And I say it like that because it might be plus. We might be going into the overtime. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, we have a lot of really fun goodies uh planned um it's gonna be crazy of course you can go and donate right now if you head on over to arcadeaudio.net slash pod slam hit the donate button um and you can get us kicked off uh and and a little bit of a lead heading into that big day um and of course yeah you'll that's where you'll also be able to listen to it if you can't make it to chicago if you can make it to chicago 1 p.m to 1 a.m just be there all day uh tickets are actually on sale right now um, yeah, boom, 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 boom. There is a link uh, at arcadeaudio.net slash podslam that brings you to the um, to our actual uh, show on IO's website. And you can buy full day passes uh, there. Uh, full day passes are 20 bucks. Uh, half day passes are 15 So it behooves you to get a full day pass, man. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got right now so far. And we're just going to be keep keep giving you that beautiful pod slam information as yeah. we get closer and closer to the biggest event of the year. If you want to be, be dialed in so to uh, every update as it happens, uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook are the best places to do that. Pod slam live on Twitter and Facebook. Pod slam right. Instagram. Sp- uh, Spencer, final thoughts. Rich, can you ask me? Hey, Kali, what's your favorite candy bar? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hey, Kali, what's your favorite candy bar? Maybe Ruth? <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> he just ate a woman named Ruth. <laughs> 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 that means. 
Swallowed her whole. Rich, final thoughts. Not no no no. <laughs> Rich, Rich vehemently disagrees. <laughs> booty man, final thoughts. Uh, two things. One, the thirty day booty challenge thing happened in June, and she's had no updates since then. So we may have to wait on this. I don't know. Uh, I'll find another booty challenge. Oh god. The second the second thing, it doesn't matter what version of it it is, Big Cass's theme music is still gonna suck balls. Well no I, new new final thoughts. I like Big Cass's theme song. <laughs> it's better. Uh, uh, new, new final thoughts. Like I, I haven't heard Big Cass's theme song. <laughs> I'm sure I will right now. Uh, the newest yeah, probably you're right. Oh, you know me so well. Newest thoughts, I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna say another Japanese name so I should stop. Uh, <laughs> this is normally what happens when I talk like this. For which, for which, for for a witch, for Spencer, for Widden, for Rich. This is Bob. Signing out for Podswoggle, Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We're swogging off. Thank God, because I've already used the Booty Man, so now I can use Big Cass's theme. And Rich, you can make your assumptions. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.